0: Welcome to another 10 minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. In this 10-minute takeaway, I want to talk all about emotional spending. Now, Robert Kiyosaki calls them doodads. Vicki Robbins calls them kazingus pins. These are otherwise known as unconscious spending weaknesses. We've all got them, be it books, journals, notebooks, scarves, shoes, bags, jewelry, makeup, watches. My mum loves a watch. Um, toys whatever there will be something you can't resist spending money on okay so for me it's shoes and journals and notebooks and <laughs> i never seem to be able to resist some decent stationery shall we put it that way now my biggest ever emotional purchase was on a pair of red sold shoes now if you know christina bouton shoes then you know what i'm on about now don't get me wrong i've never spent what i spent on these shoes before this is the first time i'd ever done something like this and i've never done anything like it since to be fair um maybe one day that will change but certainly you know i wouldn't i couldn't even imagine spending money on that kind of thing now because i there are so many other things that i'd rather be doing with that money but anyway i'd lusted after this pair of shoes for years i didn't even really know exactly what pair i wanted i just knew i wanted a pair and I used the excuse of um, there were some exams that I was doing and I used the excuse of those exams in order to justify the expense of of the shoes because you know I deserve them if I pass the exam I deserve them now there's nothing wrong with spending money on things that we want right I am definitely not one of these people that says you should cut out all spending no that's not what i'm about at all in my world you should be spending money on things that bring you joy that you want to spend money on and if you've done a good job or you've reached a goal for yourself like becoming debt free or whatever then why not celebrate that now in my community we do we do something called debt free friday so literally Every single month, at the end of the month, I get people to tell me how much money they've paid towards their debt and we celebrate it. And I've been adding the total together and we hit over a million at the end of 2021 in debt that's been paid off. So, you know, it's we can celebrate these things and we can spend money to celebrate and anchor in that good feeling that we've had from something that's that's gone well for us. But the problem comes when we are celebrating without the planning that goes behind it so if we allow our unconscious emotions to guide our spending then it's very easy for us to to go over the top okay so in the case of my expensive shoes did I think about how I was going to pay for them well no of course I didn't I used my credit card and I had absolutely no idea how I was going to pay for them later um I didn't even it wasn't even a savvy purchase on a credit card you know I wasn't doing it for points I wasn't doing it because I wanted to pay, um, I was going to pay the bill off in fall of the next month. Like I, I literally, there was no thought process going on at all, at least no financial thought process going on. Um, so what I actually did was left it on the card, it accrued interest and it just it was just on the pile of all the other debt that I had. So I didn't know any better at the time and I just wanted the shoes because I wanted them, you know, I felt like I deserved them. Now, Please tell me I'm not the only one that does stuff like that. And I'm pretty certain I'm not. So if you do these kinds of spending um, things, you know, the same as me, then let me know. Just let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you because it's, you know, it's so nice when we we get together as a community and we can all kind of say, yeah, I've done that before. And, you know, I'm not condoning overspending on stuff. Of course not. I want you to be financially savvy and prepared for your futures, but but sometimes We just need to feel better about things that we've done in the past, right? Um, So then when I was thinking about uh, this conversation, this topic, I was thinking about the income trap. And the income trap happens when you spend all the money that you earn. And as you earn more, you your spending increases with that rather than capping our spending at what we're comfortable with we allow our spending to creep to what is being brought in now at the time um i worked in obstetrics and gynecology i was incredibly stressed out um and i think that was a lot to do with why i did the spending but essentially because i was in a good job because i paid it paid well because i felt okay well my job was always going to be needed so i'll always be fine I hadn't factored in anything else other than I'll always be able to earn money. I didn't think about my emotional well-being. I didn't think about, you know, what happens if I lose my job or I can't work for whatever reason. I just thought, well, I'm a doctor, I'll be fine. And a lot of people do assume that if you've got money, you're in a good job, that you are OK. But actually, people in good jobs tend to be the ones that, that succumb to this spending creep because, well, this is what you do right you you earn more money you get a bigger car bigger house you know you you buy more things you, you do more holidays and you're just creeping your expenses to match what you've got coming in so in theory you're kind of no better off than somebody that earns less money um now looking back on it now um I mean the way that I justified this spending was crazy it was things like oh I look amazing in this People will give me loads of compliments because of how I will look in these shoes. Um, It's an investment. (laughs) I always love love it when people use this this phrase since then. It's "It's an investment to buy these shoes. If I buy them in black, they'll go with everything. Well, it's not really an investment because you're wearing the shoes and you're damaging them. So they're not really going to go up in value, are they? They're going to go down in value. There's very few things you can buy like clothes shoes and handbags that will actually gain value over time birkin handbags being one such example of that they don't come around very often you've got to spend a lot of money on those so anyway so this is how i was justifying it i went through this is all going through my brain on the day so i I wore them and i bought them but what i was actually chasing was dopamine all right so a lot of the time we are spending money to self-soothe so if at the time I was stressed, I was burnt out, I didn't feel in control, Um, so for me spending money was a way to try and soothe that pain that I was in at the time. Now since becoming a money coach I've now realized this is a really common pattern, so spending money is um, one of the number of addictions that we use to try and make ourselves feel better, so we numb the problem with the high of buying something new, all right, so having an addiction to something we enjoy doing floods our brains with emotional chemicals like dopamine which gives us pleasure so eating drinking exercise sex drugs all of these things produce a similar effect so in the short term it feels amazing but then the crash follows so if you've ever gone on a spending spree and then regretted it afterwards and felt awful and then took it all back that's that's a sign of emotional spending right so you're spending spending to get that high that feeling um so think about that yourself where do you do this in your life you know do do you buy rounds of drinks because you don't want to be the one that doesn't have the money and you don't want to be the tight ass you know so you you want to buy the drinks for everybody when you go out even though you know you've got rent and whatever bills to pay or maybe it's overspending at the supermarket at the end of a long week. You can't be to cook, so you maybe or you maybe get a takeaway. Um, it could be that you buy presents for your partner, your children, because you don't see them very often because you're working all the time. There might be a particular shop on your way home from work. You can't resist having a little cheeky look in to see what the purchases there are. You can, you know, maybe some jewelry or a bag or a scarf or whatever. Um, it might be makeup for you. You know, some people are addicted to makeup. They've got every shade of lipstick going. Um, Or books, notebooks, journals, you know, not looking at anybody in particular. (laughs) So um, if you don't know what your thing is, you probably have an idea. If you don't know, go and have a look at your bank statements and have a look to see what shops pop up again and again and again. I mean, certainly for me, Amazon was coming up far too many many times Um, certain takeaway places were coming up too many times that there were certain things that I noticed when I was doing this exercise to see what was regularly coming up. Um, now I'm not saying any of this to make you feel guilty I'm certainly not judging you I'm certainly not going to say oh you know cut out all your takeaways and your lattes and you'll become wealthy that's not how it works. I'm guilty of doing this too but what I'm wanting from this is for you to feel in control. So you're not being guided and led by the addiction to dopamine. You're being guided by what's going on for you that month, how much money is coming in, what you know, what your goals are. You know, you're doing it consciously. You're not doing it unconsciously. Okay. Um so I've got a couple of tips for you on how to break the emotional spending addiction. And everyone can do something about this you're not going to be perfect all the time so don't worry about being perfect all the time in fact being too perfect actually can go against you so the first thing is find out what your gazingas pin is so what is it you would lo- you like spending money on so what shops are you going in regularly what things are you purchasing from those shops so it gives you an idea then you need to add up how much you are spending on these things. So if you're going on Amazon a lot, how much are you spending on Amazon? Um, what you know? Is there a particular thing that you're buying a lot of? Is it makeup? What is it? So you put a number on it. Every month, how much are you spending on that, mu- that amount? Um, I did this, <laughs> I did this at the end of last year because one of my budgeting apps actually gave me a breakdown of how much I'd spent on different areas. And uh, there was an embarrassingly large amount for takeaways. <laughs> Ah anyway, admitting far too much here, but but this is the sort of thing you can do with budgeting apps. It will give you an idea about where you might be spending excessively in certain areas. So use them to your advantage. Um the next thing I want you to ask yourself is does the this purchase or this type of purchase, does it bring me joy? If it absolutely brings you joy, great. Find a way to work it into your budget without, you know. Making it too difficult for you to be able to put money elsewhere on the things you actually need to do. But if you don't like the purchases you're making, or you're doing it because you feel you have to, or it's not really bringing you any kind of fulfilment, then just ditch it. You know, do the whole Marie Kondo thing and just take it out of your your budget. Um, if it's a trigger that's doing it, so if you really want to ditch your regular spend, but it's a it's a trigger that's happening that you're you're trying to avoid, then get rid of it so change your route home from work um work out is there a particular time of day where you're more likely to spend is it boredom is it stress at the end of the week like what is it because no amount of spending is going to fix that you've got to fix the underlying problem the underlying cause um if it's you know if it's something like an email that keeps popping up unsubscribe or 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 set up like a redirect so it drops into like a folder or something so you never see it um if you've got options on your phone to be able to spend money like you know you can automatically put cards and things on there now take them all off you know because it's becoming so easy now to spend money i mean have you noticed that it's become really really easy so take them all off um but essentially enjoy your spending i don't think it's right to restrict yourself so much because you're repenting overspending or getting into debt you know that's so i've i've been there as well i did that after i was in a lot of debt and i realized how much of debt i was in i went the other way and i did the whole no spend thing you know really restrict myself but it makes me feel miserable when i do that and i end up just blowing it all anyway like i go on spending sprees and stuff like that so enjoy it if you if there's something you really want go and get it it's fine but just factor it into your budget like be conscious about it so do it consciously and have it worked into your budget Um, And then when you actually get the purchases, make sure you use them. If it's books, read the books. If it's underwear, wear the underwear. There is no such thing as a special occasion because every day is a special occasion. Um, so there we go. That's my, um, you know, slightly longer than 10 minute takeaway on this on this. But I hope that you have found it useful it's the same with emotional eating all right we have to bring conscious awareness to how we are spending our money there is nothing wrong with spending money at all and don't let anyone tell you that cutting out your lattes is what's going to solve your debt crisis or your debt problem it's not the answer to building wealth having fun with your money and enjoying it and allowing it to support you is so just be conscious about it. If there's stuff you can ditch, get rid of it. If it's something that you regularly spend money on and you don't want to let go of it, then put it in your budget and make sure that you make it happen every single month to bring you that fulfillment that you're looking for, okay? And if you want to find other people to help support you, come into my Facebook group. It's Women Working Towards Money Freedom. Just come and check us out. We're a group of very friendly ladies and a few men have snuck in there as well, which is always nice. Um, But come and join us. And if you have any problems around this and you're looking for some help with it, get yourself a money coach as well, which is something I can also help you with. So if you're interested, send me um, a direct message and we can have a chat about it. Um, But that's it. So I will see you in the next 10 minute takeaway, but take care of yourself and I wish you a lovely rest of your day. Bye bye. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, please like and follow and subscribe because this is the only way that I'm going to be able to get this podcast into the hands of as many women around the world as possible. Now, if you're bored in between episodes, don't worry. I've got a Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. Come and join us in there. I often do live sessions and training and it's all great fun in there. Um, And also, if you would like to come and find me on any of the other social media platforms, I'm on TikTok and Instagram. And, you know, it would be great to catch up with you there and you can let me know what's going on for you. So you take care of yourself and I will see you soon. Bye.